ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Socks on Tap. Tony, I, my first reaction is just, fuck yes, let's go. Socks versus Detroit. That's, that's where it all starts. It all starts taking care of business in-house in the Central Division. That's right, I'm a meatball. You gotta bring that top button swag, baby. It is always great to beat the Cubs. And I'm a homer, so I always say they're gonna. Dallas Keiko Lampson got some beards that you should be afraid of. What everybody said when he gets out there, it's me versus the other guy, and I'm gonna beat him. So I just love that mentality. It's cool and fucking tough. Steve, Steve, would you say that Tony is mad online? I, I would definitely say that. The White Sox winner. White Sox fans, welcome into the Sox on Tap post game show. Johnny Nani here alongside Tony Marchese. Unfortunately, outcome not getting any any better uh, since we've been doing these over the past week plus. Now, Tony White Sox dropped their eighth straight tonight. I think what you just did there is the best way to cope. I think it is too, man. Um, I was there in attendance for the beatdown. Um, did the boys ever get back in town, Johnny? That's what I want to know. Did, were they were they back in town? Are they not in town? Are they in a different solar they, system? I don't know like, where the fuck they so are. I think they even tried to give the appearance of it, Tony, because if you saw the White Sox like Twitter account, obviously, you know, they're going to get like ratioed to hell for anything that would go up as of late just with how the team's been playing. Uh, they tried to post like, you know, pictures of them uh, taking batting practice or fielding today and said home with like the home, you know, house emoji. And so they tried to like fake it. They try to forge it. So no, they're not actually officially hashtag back though. I think that's my reporting on it. I, I think we, we we're going to reserve no more boys are back in town until we see some white Sox winners at home. I'm man. This was, this was ugly. This is one of the uglier games that I've been to. It's cold. It sucked. There was no semblance of life. I'm I'm mad online right now, Johnny. I'm mad. I'm I'm pissed off. I'm beat down, and this just feels bad. I mean, I I remember at the start of this losing streak when Sean and I were were doing a show together, and I asked him. I said, "At what point do you get worried?" Because I'm trying to stay positive. You know, you've got the negative Nani persona. We've we've talked about some things. We've done some set the tone T-shirts this year. We've done all this stuff. We watched this team go to the playoffs last year. When do you get worried? Can it get any worse was the Sunday show. And then I get treated with this and everybody gets treated with this lack of presence from the Chicago White Sox. I'm man. I mean, this, I, I might get really mad during the show, Johnny. I'm just, I don't yeah, even know I, how this is going to go. I mean, I, I, okay. So answer, just trying to break that down there to answer the question. Yeah, it can get worse. They <laughs> answered that tonight, unfortunately for you. So there's one uh, item off of that list. Other than that, when do you get worried? I am a tad worried when it comes to injuries and then durability too. Cause even guys that are, you know, technically didn't take IL stints. Like I look at like a Josh Harrison and AJ Pollock, uh, those guys, they t- had some stretches where early on they look good and then they come back and they're granted the whole lineup's cold. So you can't just go and single them out. But I'd say for the overall construction and injury issues that we have right now, I'd say it's fair to be, you know, a little bit worried. But at the same time, you do have to keep in mind that what we're 16 games in now. That's not yeah. even close to a portion, like a significant like, I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. Every game is significant, especially if you were to come down to like the very end there. But at the same time, there is plenty of time to rectify it. So it's not, you're, you're not, yeah. 
you're not dead like that. No, <laughs> that <laughs> by by no means are we dead. But have you ever seen a stretch of baseball by a team as talented as this Chicago White Sox roster go through something like this and actually witness it in person? I mean, I watch a lot of baseball. I'll I'll, I'll say that I watch a lot of baseball. I watch watch a lot of other teams play, but I primarily watch the Chicago White Sox. I can't remember a team that was this talented in my lifetime really just absolutely go through the motions where even your star shortstop, Mr. I I just got off of filming this documentary and being the face of the team last year and, and through the rebuild, lead the league in errors 16 games through the year with an absorbent amount, not just, not just a couple. You're talking what was it like seven like TA seven errors right now? I don't know what this is. It's it's it, and it goes beyond that. It goes to the offense where they they didn't. I don't even think they got a runner to third base today, Johnny. I don't think so either. No. There there's little things like this that are eating at me, and even as somebody, and you can say this, I'm probably the most outspoken Tony Larusa supporter on Twitter.com outside of Kenwo. I don't even have anything to make an excuse for him right now. This is putrid. It's putrid baseball. It's upsetting to watch. It makes my eyes bleed. Yep. I almost went to guest relations today to ask for a <laughs> fucking refund. I don't know what else yep. to do. It's it's bad from top to bottom. From like you had said when you're talking coaching staff that uh, goes all the way up to the manager, obviously. Even dude, even the like kind of comments that like Rick Hans like say it's like sure there might be some projecting some anger like towards it, but it's like you can't sit there and tell me that like Eloy is not injury prone. Like come on, yes. don't, don't don't sit there and tell me that kind of stuff. Like this is this is gone beyond. It's, it's gone yeah. beyond the lawyer speak. <laughs> yeah. Now we're just straight up fucking lying. Yeah. I, I don't I don't have anything else to say. Like that's like that's a real comment. Eloy Jimenez is not injury prone. If you're a White Sox fan, you tune into this show, and you've watched Eloy Jimenez play baseball for the Chicago White Sox over the course of his career, and you don't think this guy's injury prone. This is your GM, right? Like I, I'm mad online right now, Johnny. This is your GM telling you yeah. that his guy is not injured. Yeah, I understand I, that you can't say like go out and say, yeah, this guy's injury prone. That that looks bad. But dance around the question a little more because the lawyer speak that we're used to wasn't even there today. Right. Rick Hahn's not even on his game. Where the fuck are the <laughs> Chicago White Sox? Yeah. So that's, yeah, I guess that was my point. Thank you for bringing it, wrapping it all back up. That, yeah, it's from top to bottom. And, uh, you know, there's, you could go and point at any sort of number of things when you're talking, you find a nitpick manager uh, over the past, like, course of games. But, like, even tonight was just so poor that it was so lifeless that there's not like he there's nothing like tony could have even done to really spur that in a better direction right people were finally happy that larry garcia wasn't in the lineup well guess what danny mendick didn't do so hot in his reply i know he had a home run on sunday so that was that i agree ride the hot hand i think that was the right decision but at the same time it's not like that it's like a oh snap and that was the magic thing that turned it all around right no and that, that that's where i kind of get to the point of johnny uh 
you know, people don't want to see Larry Garcia in the lineup. What are your options? We talked about this. Yeah, if Josh uh, Harrison could stay healthy, maybe you'd see Larry Garcia a little bit less. I'm sorry yeah. to go and rag on a veteran guy like that, but guess what? The guy who's available and healthy is going to play over the guy who's gotten injured twice already in, what, we're 16 games into the year? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, dude, Just, you know, uh, from being there, there were there was one guy that stood out on the field today, Jake Berger. Looked like he wanted to be there. Looked like he, he wanted to even, be there. Even he, granted, it was ruled a single, so it wasn't error charging. But even he kind of, you know, I wish he, we probably would have liked to have that ball back on this uh, one where uh, Salvi scored from third, right? The uh, charge, mm-hmm. charging ball that he had. I'm yeah. sure he would have liked to have that back and made that play and gotten a throw to home it to at least give it a shot, right? Yeah, no, uh, th- that, I mean, he, he hit a ball. That's that talking about your player that looked like they actually yeah. wanted to be And he had, a ball, <laughs> like, he had a ball that went to the warning track. He made, yeah. a, hu- he made a huge play yeah. over at third base, like, I, the Sox didn't win today. I'm going to give out a game ball, Jake Berger tonight. Like looked like he wanted to be there, even yeah, when he needed out, hustling off the field. Yeah, we're, get, we're giving oh, out Sox on oh, tap participation awards here. Yeah, well, I mean, at this point, <laughs> start handing them out because we need some positivity. You need some sort of morale of any any sorts. Yeah, yeah anything, any way anything to get the boys going. Yeah. Yeah, dude, Tony, I, I just want to like look overall. And I know it's like you know, like I said, we I just said earlier that there are there's a lot of time to, to get back into this and we're still very early in this young season. We're not even out of April yet, but it, it is still concerning, especially when you look at now it's just terrible. I called this one, the Ocho because the losing streaks now at eight, that's never a good luck. You're six and 10 and you're now last place in the central. Granted, uh, we've played one more game than the Royals have, but still. Hey Johnny, can, can we get a count on that? Account? I want the, I want the count to come out here and start oh, counting yeah, yeah, yeah. the White Sox yeah. losses. Eight. Eight. Eight in a row. Yeah, it's bad. It's bad, MK. And uh, you scored 22 runs in the last 11 games. That's a, nice for an average of two. And obviously, we've seen even more future. Like tonight, nothing. So it's like the, some of those are coming in. Uh, other contests kind of stacking up. Um, and leader still not leading, I think, is my biggest thing. Um, and that goes with Jose Abreu missing that ball. I know it was a bit of a low throw, but still, man, that seems like one he's, I've seen him scoop at least 600 times in my time watching him on the White Sox. Yeah, I, I've, I've seen him scoop that ball before. Uh, I, I will say this. I mean, it was rather cold out there tonight. I, I don't know um, if that had anything to do with that particular play. But again, I'm not going to make a lot of excuses here because everybody's playing in the same conditions. The Royals are here playing in the same cold weather that the Chicago White Sox are playing. The White Sox should be the better team. They should win this game. Uh, Jose Abreu's got to get that ball. He's the leader. Like you just said, leader's got to lead. Got to make that play. That is not MVP shit. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, he he should absolutely make that play. And Tim Anderson should make a better throw there, too. I mean, that's unfortunately something that we've had to harp on over the past week uh because it all started with that double header in cleveland um it's it's been bad defense has just been awful (laughs) there's they they took you know uh, like what they say over the weekend that oh not every day uh every team takes infield or whatever they said they were taking it so that at least like to me i was like okay well at least they're trying to like work on it there well obviously it's it's not getting through so i i think it's something more mental tony i think it's just that they're stressed obviously it's rightfully so um when you're in a funk like that but it's an inability to kind of tune out negativity. And you see that with someone like Tim Anderson feeling the need to flip off the crowd uh, in a blowout game. It's something like um, whatever it is with Jose Abreu, just not 
being totally locked in like he had been for the last two years, right? It's it's going to come at some point, you would hope, um, f- for Jose Abreu getting locked in. But, I mean, this is – you look at you, – you say leaders got to lead, Johnny. It's not just Jose Abreu. It's Tim Anderson, who we've just pointed out, had made a bad throw on the play, leads the team in errors. This 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 Chicago White Sox team leads the league in errors. So they're leading in wrong areas. They're leading in the wrong areas. <laughs> Yeah, so it's 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 it goes even deeper though, man. I think when you look at the back end of the bullpen, Liam Hendricks, your veteran acquisition, has to has to be able to come in and close out those ball games. Guys like AJ Pollock, who are brand new to this team, that's a veteran presence. Been there, done that. Yasmani Grandal still on the hook here as well. Yeah, like th- those are the kind of guys this, that I look to lead this dude, team. Lucas yeah. Giolito is another one. You had you had asked me earlier in the show about if you know if you're like when do you like start getting worried and like I said just like facets of it and when you, especially when you bring up a guy like AJ Pollock there I I like legitimately worry that that hamstring tweak sure he's was you know took his IL stint and came back but he was hot as hell granted it was a very small sample size he was what three for four or something like that three for five in on opening day in Detroit batting lead off and plays it Tim Anderson and even at a single and I think in a second at bat in that game and that's when he pulled up and had the hamstring there so either way he was stroking it well and then he comes back and what I don't think he's had a hit since um that like kind of that little, little shit worries me is AJ Josh, Pollock, Harris, is AJ Josh Harris is also gonna, a very streaky yeah. guy John. yeah and like, then he's like a jo- very streaky guy yeah, so. and then he, well, I'm just there. yeah, and I'm sure that there will be straight. But this is like when you talk about like the seeds of being worried about things. This is just where I see like little stuff. Are these guys that even like you know we had clamored for answering needs in the off season, right? And granted, it took a little bit longer than we wanted for some of those. But are those even then sufficient enough? That's where I worry about long term. And I, 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 they're going to get out of the slump. They're going to they're going to win a baseball game at some point here, and they're going to stop this losing streak. And they're probably going to go on a winning streak at some point. And we're probably going to be feeling good after they win like their fourth or fifth in a row somewhere down the road here, Tony. It's going to happen. But it, just seeing these little sort of things here, that's hey, where I get a little bit worried. It's it sows the seed. We went we went through mind, something right? like yes, we went through something like this last year too, towards the beginning of the year. Or I think it was actually around May, if I remember correctly. There was there, like right around this time we had some discussions about some of the little league bullshit that was going on on the diamond. Get upset about it. I think it's it's a little more present right now than it has been during the course of what you would call the competitive window of right. White Sox baseball. This that's like what 20, makes this feel as, this, as hard as it does. We're in the heart of the competitive window when it looks like 2018, your biggest uh, tank season in the rebuild. Yeah. And, I mean, don't get me wrong, Johnny. If this was 2018's roster and we're sitting here, we went through an eight-game losing streak, we would be able to sit here, chug a few beers, talk about Russ Detweiler starting tomorrow and getting all hyped up for something that was going on down in AAA. We're not there right now. This is this is like the, the serious baseball. That's why this is upsetting. That's why you've got people screaming for the manager to be fired. You've got people screaming for all sorts of, you know, different changes throughout the lineup, like nitpicking every game. And I get that. As a White Sox fan, we were told that this was a year that we were supposed to be winning. What makes this even worse is something that we've even talked about back in 2018. Win your divisional games. All of these losses have piled up now 
against the AL Central for a team that is supposed to win the AL Central. That is what the most disturbing point of this entire losing streak is to me is that this has come against divisional opponents and you're, you're you're just giving away things at, at this point. I would rather this be on an interleague stretch. Like the opponents that they're losing to right now are not the opponents that they should be losing to right now. Right. And it makes you wonder how they would fare against, you know, uh, more, I guess you'd say competitive teams, right? And it like, looks good so, against Tampa Bay, right? And they, yeah, Seattle's like going to be a fringe team too. They look good against Seattle, took two of three from both of those. So, like, that's why, like, the, after the first three series, there was reason for it. I mean, granted, they should should have been there, they played up to their level of you know where we expect them to be this year. So, I think there was a level of satisfactory across the board after those three series, but obviously, now it's down downward spiral we're in the ocho here uh eight game losing streak uh tony i think what what like if we're just getting a little bit more into tonight's game you know dallas keichel it, it obviously we know it's a it's a roller coaster with him so you know you're gonna have that game against cleveland where it's just out of control and it looks like the end of last year uh and then his first start of this year it was uh pretty good uh and when he was at home and then you get something like tonight where it's just weird and his final lines, four innings, two hits, two runs, none of them earned, five walks, um, but two strikeouts. Overall, once again, gives you a chance, but the defense is kicking the ball around behind him. Like that, like he's that right. The, the right in the old, the, yeah, they're right in the lines for Dale Skeichel, but Dale right. Skeichel can't be walking fucking right. five guys. I think a product of that, though, is still that. He doesn't trust the defense behind him to make the plays. And why would he after the last two outings that he's had? Why would he? I wouldn't. As, I, I used to pitch. We're at the, granted, we're it was, at it the point in this season now. We're at, the, but... we're at the point in this season now where you're, you're fucking it, saying, would Dallas Keuchel trust the defense behind him? And I don't have an answer for you, man. I don't he, have an answer he, for he's you. Not gonna, he's not going to come out and say that because he already got crucified for what he said after that. We all crucified him. We all crucified right. him on this show. <laughs> yeah, right. Steve, Steve told him to Steve, shut the fuck up. Steve, Steve, don't Steve, talk Steve, again. Steve. And then Timmy goes and fucking boots balls all yeah. over the place. I, I don't get it. I just you, don't get it. Because when you look, well, when you look at it, like, I just like, it's just, you know, finding a way to beat themselves. And that's exactly what they did again tonight. Because guess what? Dallas Kegel didn't allow a whole lot of hard contact. Those two, like, even the like two hits, one of them was that burger play that I talked about earlier, where we would like to have it back. And, you know, it, it's, it's cinematic, man. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's cinematic. In the worst way possible. Yes. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's that is so here, white though. socks. Um, Tony, I mean, uh, we could blow more hot air about this game, but I don't want to. I guess my question, like, it's been in the bottom bar here is that um can dylan c stop the bleeding can he be the savior tomorrow i mean we thought that might have been the case and that was only after losing the double header right uh, we thought it would be the case in the finale at uh, cleveland need okay but again he had the lockdown kind of game that we think we're gonna need from him um i think the weather will play in his favor though i hope so they moved this game up to one o'clock uh because of the cold I just hope that Dylan Cease goes out there and does exactly what you want him to do and what every White Sox fan wants him to do. No early hooks here. You just watched Daniel Lynch go out and throw, what was it, seven innings of baseball, go near 100 pitches, no runs. That's what you want from Dylan Cease. 
That's the exact same start that you want out of Dylan Cease right there. That's what you need at this point. Turn it over to Graveman. Hopefully Liam Hendricks locks some stuff down. But the key in tomorrow's game, Johnny, isn't Dylan Cease going seven innings scoreless. The bats have to show up. They have to show up. Yeah, and it's going to be another tough hitting day. You saw Jake, that Jake Berger, when you're looking at all of that, uh, the Twitter account does uh, is called Would It Dong, and that's a pretty good automated thing because it just you know gives you the expected uh, you know distance in various ballparks based on the launch angle and all of that. It takes all that, does all the math, and just spits it out as a bot. But that would have been a home run in every field except guaranteed rate field. Um, and granted, obviously, the cold played like a factor in that, but it's like, you got to find other ways to do it then. Let's string together some singles. Uh, you know, a bloop and a blast, four bloops in a row. And some walks, too, wouldn't hurt, right? Hey, uh, getting on base is cool and tough at this point in time. Getting multiple runners on base at this point in time would be something that is, like, unheard of. But actually getting them across the plate, Johnny, is what matters at the end of the day. Uh, I don't care how they come. Just get him across the plate at this point in time. And yeah. Oh, I just got breaking news that the lead that the White Sox did finally have going into like the seventh inning tomorrow was just uh, erased by Aaron Bummer allowing a home run. So it already <sighs> happened. It already happened. That's a damn shame. Damn. I've been waiting for yeah, you to yeah. mention Aaron Bummer tonight. You didn't get a chance. <laughs> That's like, I, all right. So I said that I was, I was mad Sunday. I was really mad because that was a very infuriating game based on the way that it went back and forth. But man, I'm, I was just sad tonight and I, I don't know, whatever it is, he just doesn't get it done. So I, I just hope, but I, I really hope that he shuts me the hell up. And he, you're going to be he, there. If he, I'm not going to now, no, that, that, game, now that that game no. has moved up, that is a no go. So no go darn um, it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I hope in the thing, I know skills like good enough there, but I, man, he just doesn't seem to get it done when it, when, when it's a tight ball game, when that's, you expect the guy to be in the high leverage role. And it's our like, guy, our guy, our guy, Jake tonight asked, our guy, Jake tonight asked, I need to, I need your opinion on this one. He goes, why is Matt Foster out here when he's been somewhat competent this season? Yet Aaron Bummer, not in this ball game tonight to just get some work in, rebuild your confidence move on let foster get an opportunity I'm curious for your thoughts because you've been on this aaron bummer's not getting the job done train i'm right there with you i thought to myself not a bad play yeah i mean i i i'm with jake man i think that would have been a beneficial thing for him um but maybe they're going off of the uh you know get him another uh segment of rest there game is already lost that's a thinking there and ideally you do want to be able to use him in those highlights and you know what they're going to go back to him and guess what he's probably going to let a few more but he's probably going to shut me up and make a few uh outings that are great and you know what i will be on here and when i am and he does it i'll give him all the kudos in the world but until i see it happen consistently especially when you need it most right that one really felt bad on sunday because he really really needed it and he didn't deliver he did he did well i mean tomorrow johnny let's Let's hear yeah, your let's, thoughts. Dylan yeah. C is going to get it done. Keys to success. What do you got? 
Yeah, well, I mean, use the weather to your advantage, right? We had you talked about it a little bit here. It's guess what? It's cold in the Midwest in April, and that's this whole game has moved up. And uh, just because it's going to be so cold tomorrow night, well, it's going to be cold during the day tomorrow too. Uh, but either way, that uh, that stuff can be overpowering. This lineup is, I would say, you do have a few guys that can poke it, all right. But I would say they're not as pesky as Cleveland. Would you agree with that sentiment? Yes. Just wipe, just wipe yes. some of these guys out. Know, know that you you're better than them, and you can wipe and just have the confidence to do it. And say, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the guy that stops this bleeding here, and I'm gonna put us in the best possible position to win. And that means going, you know, whatever seven of I would say zero to two run max ball, and that should be putting the White Sox in a position to win. But yes, I do I do have confidence in them because when you're looking at granted Giolito is back now, but for a while there it was like that was the de facto ace, right? went mm-hmm. to that so i think that is what he's the mindset, still the ace yeah right the mindset should still be for him because giolito's not fully fully hashtag back yet in my mind because he probably would have liked to go more than four on sunday but i get it when you're just coming back from that whatever weird abdominal thing um that means dylan cease is still like the de facto ace here in my mind so i think he does tony and i actually do i uh, i can get pretty negative at certain points here but i think i think he does uh save it and i um, you know what? And I hope that my uh, prediction there is wrong. I hope that Aaron Bummer is one that is uh, helping slam the door and keep that lead. So, yeah, I, I think they get done. Uh, as for pick the click in the lineup, uh, I'll go with Grandall. Got on base a couple times, hit a double. So, um, I feel like that's a good play. They took him out early today. Uh, I know Reese McGuire is always a candidate to catch there, but uh, I like Yaz. He's one of the only ones who showed uh, some decent at-bats up there for me today. I'm going to go Andrew Vaughn. Go Andrew Vaughn. I don't go Andrew Vaughn all the time. I'm going to go Andrew Vaughn. Backup pick uh, if he's not in the lineup in favor of Gavin Sheets. I'll go Gavin Sheets. But Andrew Vaughn, I think he's been the most consistent hitter for this White Sox team thus far this season. I know we're getting Luis Robert back tomorrow. Should factor in to some lineup lineup play here. But uh, I'm still going to go and roll with with A.V., Very nice. Yeah, now that you bring that up, um, I will go with uh, Robert as my backup because I've done it a couple times, I think, already where I picked Grundall, and that's just the day where he's not in. So I would imagine he will be in uh, based on that, whether it's in DH capacity or whatever, but I'll go with Robert as backup there. All right, final thoughts, then let's get out of here. This is it's rough, man. Losing sucks. It's not fun. That's kind of my final thought here, and we just need Dylan C to stop the bleeding tomorrow. It's easy to say sit here, but fact away shit go and get it done i I agree with everything you just said there man uh this has been quite fucking embarrassing if i've got to say so myself here uh there's nothing that's been fun about watching this team play over the last week you know eventually they're gonna have to turn it around you know eventually things are gonna go your way one day at the ballpark Let's hope that that's tomorrow. As of right now, I, I don't have a lot of confidence to sit there and say that you're going to go win uh, this next ball game. But you have to come in here tomorrow thinking that the White Sox are just as as pissed off as as you are as a fan and, and want to make things happen. Larusa mentioned in the post game that you know there's some guys pressing. Uh, if you listen to the post game show after the ball game, 
you know, you talk about pressing and, and, and getting into your own head in these certain types of situations. This team is lacking any sort of fun right now. The second you start seeing this team have fun will be the turnaround for this losing streak. They desperately need it. Something has to go their way. Some crazy, weird play, a big home run, or a starting pitcher that just absolutely goes out there and throws a a gem. Something's going to happen to turn this little thing around. And you just got to hope that they can build on that momentum. Those are my final thoughts. And yeah, you hope I, it comes sooner rather than later. I like that. I think another option for that is, like I said earlier, stringing together hits. I think if you get an inning where you actually put together maybe like a walk and like three to four hits and you're bringing around multiple runs, that could be the type of thing too that gets some mojo back. Because I'm a full firm believer that hitting is contagious. I really do. Guys start feeling it. And like you said, it's fun. It's fun then when you see your teammates coming around and scoring. You're high-fiving them at the plate. So that's kind of fun we need to see because you got to score runs, win baseball games. So if you don't see Scott throw, I mean, a perfect game. But if you don't do anything offensively, it's not winning. So, all right, that about does it. Thank you for tuning in to Socks on Tap. Make sure you visit ontapsportset.com for all your Chicago sports literature and podcasting needs. Give us a follow on social media at Socks on Tap and at ontapsportsnet. Until next time. White Sox forever. White Sox forever.